So our subject today on uh, drunken science is going to be mercury poisoning. Uh, to start with, uh, just some uh, brief facts about mercury. It was uh, named after the planet, obviously. Is uh, I think wasn't it named after the god? Did the planet come before it? Uh, I don't know the order of naming. Well, you should start off naming things, then. Mm. Apparently, this was named after the planet. Oh, so right, I would have thought... The whatever the planet was named after, I don't care. Mercury, who's the same as Hermes. Okay. The Flash, too. Is the, the God Flash. The God Flash. Yes. Ah. Uh, yes. uh, it has a, the chemical symbol HG, which is hydrogyrum. Hydrogyrum? Yes. You used to know a guy called that. Yes, which... Uh, means liquid silver. It does, because it is, it is known as quicksilver, as well. What do you call him? Who's Magneto's son? Isn't that quicksilver? Yes. Okay. Right. Apparently, this week so. we're talking all about comics. Yes, all about the comics. It's a heavy silvery white metal, which is a poor conductor of heat and a good conductor of electricity. And it is the only metal that is liquid at room temperature. It is, is, is oxygen not a liquid? <laughs> now, oxygen is not a metal. <laughs> uh, it melts at minus 40 degrees Celsius and evaporates at 356.73 degrees Celsius. Must have killed you to round that one up. <laughs> I didn't round it up. You rounded it down. You said minus 40 and it's minus 38.3. Yes. Oh, that that one, yes, I rounded. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck has he done now? Anyway, uh-huh, yes. Yes, uh, yes it, it doesn't react to most acids, uh, but it does with the oxidizing acids such as concentrated sulfuric acid and nitric acid. Probably doesn't mean much to you. Doesn't mean much to me. I don't care. Well, I know it's sulfuric acid and nitric acid. Oh, H2SO4 and H2NO3. Oh, chemistry, boy. Yeah, yeah, I know my stuff. It does. I think I think the first one's right. Anyway, yes. Uh, See, science is so easy. Anyone can do it. Anybody can do it, even the Irish one. Even the Irish one and the Dalviks. <laughs> Yes. Yes, it can dissolve uh, many other metal. Any other metal? It can dissolve many other metals to form an amalgam, which is not a horrible Marvel DC alternate universe. Did you ever read any of it? I did. It was horrible. Wasn't Wolverine and Batman one of them? Wolverman. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember what he was called. There was a Spider Boy. Was that Superboy and Spider-Man? It was. That sounds awful. Yes. <laughs> you know what sounds really good? They should amalgam characters in the same universe. Yes. Who, who would let's you go not, for? Let's, let's no, not do this. Let's not go there. Because Stephen <laughs> would just get annoyed with me. <laughs> you knew what I was going to do, didn't you? Because <laughs> I was going to say they should amalgam. Spider-Man and Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, iron is one of the few metals that uh, mercury doesn't dissolve, so in the past iron flasks were traditionally used to trade mercury. Interesting. Hmm. But uh, one of the metals that it uh, really does like is uh, aluminium, 
when it comes in contact with that, they readily combine to form, you guessed it, a mercury, aluminium amalgam. Very ingeniously entitled. Uh, this amalgam destroys the aluminium oxide layer that protects aluminium from oxidising. Thus, small amounts of mercury can seriously corrode aluminium. Did I forget to mention you should be taking a drink every time I say aluminium? Not aluminium, then. No, not aluminium. I will never say aluminium. Apart from the previous two times on this time, I will say aluminium. This is generally why you can't take mercury aboard aircraft in case it comes in contact with the aircraft. You can't take mercury aboard an aircraft in case it comes in contact with the aircraft. Yes. (laughs) But uh, moving on to the poison in aspect of this. Okay. I I, I like talking like a dart. I'm very good at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very good at it, I'm not. Yes, in water, mercury is converted by microorganisms into something called methylmercury, which is highly toxic, but it's also now in a form that can be consumed by fish and plant life. Interesting, if true. It is true. Okay. But it's not interesting. Is it, is it good for fish to consume these things? Uh, I don't think it's good or bad. They just consume it. It's just a, it's just a thing that happens. It's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into the effect on fish. Okay. <laughs> I don't Why care not? about fish. Aquaman would care. Or Aquawoman or whatever amalgam he is. Mm. I presume fish are okay with it. Alright. But this is based on a, a new, new survey or anything like that. No. I, I have not asked any fish. Uh, I, I ate a cod earlier. It wouldn't answer me. <laughs> so I just ate it. Mm. What was it called? I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust the fishmonger. Might have been. Never mind. <laughs> Let's not make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so when we ingest the mercury from the plant and fish, uh, it generally goes straight to the lipid containing organs in our body. That's I find any time you eat cake or anything like that, it just goes straight to the lipid containing organs in your body. Yes, it does. This is why I watch my calories. Do you watch them? Yeah. So you just lied? Yes. Oh, like I've never lied on this podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> I do the history part. So yeah, in particular, I guess it does uh, go to your uh, brains and uh, breasts. My brains and breasts? Yes, your brains and your breasts. <laughs> I have more than one brain. You have more breasts than brains. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. And traditionally, you have blood capillaries in your body. So I have at least three breasts, is that what you're saying? No, you just have two. Whereas you only have one brain. But you said brains earlier. And you were the one who last week was trying to teach a Dalek how ah. to speak. <laughs> yes. Shut up, you. <laughs> So it's generally your uh, blood capillaries that are lined with uh, endothelial cells. I find that. Yes. Which normally throughout your body, uh, the let substances through the little spaces between the cells. But in the brain, they're so very densely packed and they let very little through. Uh, this is generally called the blood-brain barrier. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Try saying that several times. Blood-brain barrier, blood-brain barrier, blood-brain barrier. Or, blood or, brain or barrier just once while drunk. 
It generally helps to make a constant environment for the brain and protects it from foreign substances. Tell me, how does mercury affect us? Mercury? It just completely ignores this barrier and goes straight through it. It's like it's got a pass. It's names down on the list. So it's like it's got a backstage pass to your brain. Yeah. A brain stage pass. Yeah. And and it just has a party. It has a party in your brain. And no one's... <laughs> everyone's invited. <laughs> yes, and it, it's lonely there because nobody else is invited, so it just fucks shit up. Well, you wouldn't. Would. Getting very scientific here. This is the first science that I've understood. <laughs> it's like it can also pass through your placental barrier too into your unborn child. My placental barrier. Yes, your placental barrier. So I've got three breasts and an unborn child. Yes. And uh, and mercury in an unborn child is uh, in a developing child is is not going to go well as well. It's going bad shit's going to happen. It's going to turn into a Dalek. That's, that's what's going to happen. So the mercury stays in your body for uh, for several months, and high exposure can cause damage. Can cause damage. Yes. That's not vague at all. Let's de-vagify the damage. Yes, Gav. How damage? <laughs> well, how the mercury damages you. <laughs> it reacts with uh, an element called... I find when I'm uh, involved yes. with mercury, I sustain no damage. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I'm doing several callbacks this week. <laughs> Yes, the mercury reacts with an element called selenium, which is an essential dietary element that is required by enzymes in your body called selenenzymes. And what these selenenzymes do is prevent and reverse oxidative damage to the brain and other organs. So these things are good? Yes, the selenenzymes are good. It prevents damage and repairs damage. But the mercury reacts with them and... Stops the selenium getting the selenium. <laughs> so the mercury reacts with the selenium and stops the selenium getting. No, it reacts with the selenium and stops the selenium getting the selenium. It reacts with selenium. Yes. Selenium Kyle. Yes. That man that. doesn't like this. Right, no, he wouldn't. Probably has a plan for this. Yeah, he sends Ray in. What, Ray from Ghostbusters? Yes. That's not that's not one of Batman's better plans. It's not. No. <laughs> All right, and basically, in uh, in a chemical bond, uh, atoms sort of share electrons. They do, and they constantly break and reform. But, and when they break, the atoms seek to replace the extra electron that they've lost. When it's done, when it does that, it becomes a free radical, and seeks out another bond. Uh, if that bond is sort of like a part of your brain or something like that. It steals an electron from your brain. That's that's how it starts causing the damage mm. from oxidation. And that's what these selenozymes seek to prevent and repair. And because of the brain's high intake of oxygen, this happens quite a lot. So it's predi- particularly vulnerable to this type of damage and highly dependent on these selenozymes. Just like, so we should have... Should we take a drink every time you say selenozymes? Yes, we've moved on from uh, aluminium. <laughs> you have to bear with Gaffey's falling apart. Yes. 
Yes, and if the depletion is long and severe enough, brain cells will start to dysfunction and, uh, and can ultimately cause death. What was this? But what's the science behind the damage? So as for uh, the types of uh, mercury as well, uh, into that. in its liquid form, it's not really readily absorbed by your body. Uh, data suggests that ingesting liquid mercury... What about liquid mercury? Mercury does nothing. It, it's something I've just invented, but mercury in its liquid form, if you ingest it, uh, it'll only result in probably about 0.01% being absorbed. It'll just pass through pretty much relatively safely. Whereas in vapour form, like Polly got when she stuck her head into the mercury swamp, up to 80% of it is absorbed through your respiratory system. At low levels, this has been shown to cause impaired cognitive ability and tremors. I wouldn't want a cup of her coffee after that. High concentrations can cause emotional liability, which is uh, irritability, shyness, confidence loss, and nervousness. It also can cause insomnia, memory loss, impaired cognitive ability, and tremors. I wouldn't want a cup of her coffee after that. High concentrations can cause... Ah, comedy. It was almost good. So that's pretty much about poisoning. So is, uh, is that why you don't remember anything about pop culture reference? Because of all the mercury poisoning. Yes, because I, I drink a litre of uh, mercury every day. And, and it's not minute poisoning that sends me silly. As mad as a hatter, if you like. Uh, is there other uses of uh, mercury? Uh not limited to, but including. Uh, they used to use mercury in fillings in your teeth, but which has uh, sort of recently been uh, retracted from general use because of the health problems associated with it. And when you chewed with uh, mercury fillings, it would release trace amounts every time you chewed. It could cause problems for people. You would have thought. Mm. Sure, it's not that dangerous, but I mean... Yeah, it's, it's only trace amounts, but... Yeah, it's not something you want to do. Yeah. I mean, you get trace amounts from eating fish and tuna and, yeah, and just some journalism. But fish is really nice. <laughs> Mercury's nicer. Yeah. It's what makes the fish nice. But yeah, in, in trace amounts, it, it doesn't really... It's, it's only in substantial amounts where it starts doing the damage. But it's knowing when you've had substantial amounts, that's the problem. I read that uh, they use mercury in making of some mirrors. Don't know Absolutely. how that works. Just because yes. of its reflective <laughs> properties. I mean, do they just squeeze it in between like something in a pane, in a pane of glass? Mm-hmm. Or is it a mirror that you can only use in the coldest freezers ever? But I, want to th- I know one thing. If, uh, Gav, if, if Gav, you pr- Gav why, why are you wearing that massive uh, f- furry coat? I'm just going to share the mirror. <laughs> Her mirror made of mercury. <laughs> Why are you so fucking cold? Tell you, if you smash that mirror, it would be unlucky. Yes, it would. Considering all the va- uh, the vapour released into the air as well. Well, if, mm. as long as it's... If it's in the freezer, you should be okay. Mm. Super twist. Super twist. <laughs>